Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are diving even deeper into supernatural phenomena, and we're centering it also around aura colors, how different aura colors um, receive paranormal experiences, filter through them. Are different aura colors more susceptible to them than others? We're going to talk about all that, including your stories. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, it's really interesting because normally I am, I, I'm not into this stuff. This yeah. is not like stuff that, you know, I get excited about. I really don't care too much about it. Right. But, you know, ever, and last week we did the Mothman and all that. And ever since then, I've been kind of like kind of a really into it, like obsessing over this stuff. We've been watching shows. Right. We've been really excited about it. It's really fascinating. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just, my biggest thing on my, I don't know, vision boards are out now, right? My <laughs> My manifestation board. Is I want to go to Point Pleasant, Virginia. I know West Virginia. Sorry, and go to the Mothman Festival. But I know. Anyway, we the one thing we got a lot this week was people who live in West Virginia or who visited West Virginia and weird experiences. Now you said on the podcast last week, last episode, that anytime you go to West Virginia, you feel we don't belong there, icky feelings or whatever it is. And we've got so many responses to validate what you were talking about. So I wanted you to read one of these that we got an email that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. All right. So this is the email we got. I have no idea if this will get through to anyone necessarily. Well, it did. It did. But I felt this need to reach out. And this is from Shelby. All right. So Shelby writes, um, I want, she wanted to give feedback about the episode since it really hit home quite literally. She says, I moved to West Virginia about a year and a half ago and have 10,000% felt this weird West Virginia vibe since moving here from New York City and have had some pretty awful unforeseen life events that I wouldn't wish on anyone. It's been a whirlwind of an experience and I'd love to just talk about some of the strange that I've learned since moving here. To give more context, I currently live in what's known as the United States National Quiet Zone. I had no idea what that is. Uh, where there is no Wi-Fi available, which is super true. <laughs> Every time we get the parts we see in West Virginia, no Wi-Fi. I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, but th- there's actually, a, I looked this up. Oh, tell after us. she wrote it, and there's this designated area. I forgot the name. She mentions the name of the town in the email mm-hmm. where there's no radioactivity, nothing. Like, you, in some cases, they can't even use, like, a microwave. Wow. And things like that. Yeah, it's really kind of creepy in a way. But also, some people go there to get away from all, like, yeah. electromagnetic energy i'm like let's go i want to go there (laughs) you want to go there yeah yeah i'm completely off the radar radar and don't exist which is completely wild for a girl that has lived in many states new york and texas included the national quiet zone has no cell towers and in certain places people are not allowed to use microwaves wi-fi or bluetooth in the past this particular location green bank west virginia about 20 miles from where I live currently, was federally regulated to control any sort of disruptions to the multiple massive satellites located in this very tiny town. What is the purpose of these satellites? To listen for aliens. I'm not kidding. This was a government-regulated site for decades and was only recently purchased by a private company to continue searching for alien contact. Aside from this very odd situation, something that has often been spoke about from the locals is the darkness that hovers over this area. It's something I felt the minute I moved here and consistently feel in my day to day. It's a very heavy energy and does feel dark and unwelcoming. The minute we leave the area, even when we're just driving in the car, leaving the county, I feel a massive weight lifted and like I can breathe again. I wouldn't call myself the most susceptible to energies, but it's something 
that I've been attempting to perfect for years. So this energy has been a truly daunting experience and has convinced myself and my partner to eventually move. How crazy is that? That's crazy. We got, yeah, we got a lot of feedback from West Virginia people saying they understand there's certain places, even the locals don't feel great. And people who live around the TNT area, which we talked about last week, uh, we're like, yeah, there's some sort of vibe. And then I did get one DM from somebody saying, it's just the locals don't want you here. <laughs> so their their take on it is yeah. like, you know, we don't really like outsiders. Okay. <laughs> so I that's thought that probably, was okay, interesting I mean, that's too. possible. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting that she said once she leaves the area, then that cloud, that darkness lifts and it's not as heavy anymore. And that's the same thing that happens to you and, yeah, and, and Brie. And, and, and we didn't even talk about it with Brie before we went and she was feeling it. And, uh, and like, I've been, I visited a lot of places and it's different there. Yeah. For whatever reason, it feels different there. The other, yeah, the other thing, and they did designate the area. Again, I forgot the name of the town that she mentioned. I did look it up and with the, with this no radio frequencies going through there, but there was also a lot of government installations around there interesting so again i always come back to this the skepticism Mm -hmm. that i have right being a red and i always think that well maybe all these things that are going on are just like these government secrets in that area maybe there's a lot of government uh, undercover activity i I don't know that that, that's my take on it i mean there's definitely something going on like there's a vibe you're just saying like maybe it's a man-made vibe maybe it's a vibe from something created by the government or whatever. Yeah. Now, last week I also mentioned that I didn't really believe John Keel. Right. We looked into his colors and he was green and purple. Right. And, you know, know, just looking at him, he gave some vibes of being a showman. And I wanted to then look into aura colors and how different aura colors respond to paranormal activity. And behaviors and entities and things of that nature. And to see, you know, I'm kind of getting a little green here, to see if there's some sort of pattern. You know, the way that purples uh, view the paranormal or yellows, greens, reds, etc. So, of course, I can't do that on my own. I need (laughs) you to do that. Uh, So I wanted to go through the different colors and see if we could figure out eventually through this episode if there's going to be a pattern. So let's start with yellow. Before we talk about auras and the paranormal, a little word from our sponsor, Pros. You know, there's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care. A product that works wonders for curls might make straight hair limp and greasy. I have actually naturally curly hair. And when I don't feel like straightening it, what do I do with all these curls? Well, thanks to my personalized Pros routine, I can honestly say I've never been more in love with my natural hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Pros starts by asking you as an actual person (laughs) with their in-depth consultation. Pros asked me really unexpected things like my zip code and what my eating habits were. Next, Pros analyzed all my answers and determined what unique blends of ingredients should be in every product of my custom routine. Together, Pros got all my hair goals covered. They gave me this amazing curl cream. And I'll tell you, when I use it, and I don't want to you know, straighten my hair. I just want it to be natural. I just put it on and let it naturally dry. And my curls look really defined and neat and tidy. Next, as a carbon neutral certified 
Corp. Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They will take the products back. No questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash aura. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash aura for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Now let's get back to it. All right. So the thing with aura colors, and if you've listened to all my episodes, they're filters. They're filters on you. And we all live in the same world. We have different filters that affect how we see it. And aura colors are one of those filters. So when I'm thinking about paranormal, this is anything from like aliens, UFO, ghosts, unexplained phenomena, anything. Um, this is how I'm seeing the, the different aura colors take it in and respond to it and connect to it. So with yellow auras, this is what I've noticed. Yellow auras, obviously they love details. And I've noticed with the yellow auras, they really want, they really have this intrinsic want to understand the message and the reason. What's the connection? They make a connection with whatever this phenomena is by getting more about the narrative. So the history of what happened there. For yellow auras, when they go into something, all the possibilities are open. They're very inquisitive into what went on in this location or the space or the situation and what the need and reason for any connection are. They're really into relationships. So let's say you're a yellow aura and you live in a haunted house. Immediately, the yellow aura is on, on their way to the library. They're just, they're looking up the property. They're looking up, like, they're going deep in it. They're going on Ancestry.com. They're like, they are, let's figure this out. Because they, they'll, they'll yeah, they want to know what the purpose is and what the overall function is. Because with yellow auras, there's always a reason. So what's the reason? And usually with them, it's some sort of interconnected relationship thing. And it, are yellows, are they, are they believe when they're doing all this work, like going to the library and finding the deed to the home and all mm-hmm. that, are, are they believers or are they just trying to disprove it or make it logical? Yellows have an amazing ability to be neutral. Okay. They have an amazing ability to be neutral. That's why you often see yellow auras working for, you know, very difficult people um, or able to manage huge companies or able to, to deal in crazy crisis with lots of different emotions going on. Uh, yellow aura people, like they're the ones that get called, Hey, the family's falling apart. Come help us. I'm here. Here I am. And they can hear things and they can see people explode and they can stay very neutral. So just taking that over to the paranormal side of things, they can stay neutral. Like you said, this happened. Well, let's look into it. I mm-hmm. felt this. Let me see what that could possibly mean. So they have, they're good level headed natures and they want proof, but they're, they don't come in with either a, like a skepticism and they don't come in with a total believer. Okay. It's very neutral, which All is right. good. It's good. All right. Let's move on to purples. So with purple auras, <laughs> this is funny. This just makes me laugh. Because um, <laughs> purple auras, they, they feel something. They're like, no, not right. And that's it. Done. I don't care if you believe me or not. I know. I know there's something going on here. That's just how purple people are. They're like that with when they meet the wrong people. They're like that when they walk into a restaurant. They don't, purples intrinsically don't really question themselves. And it's so normal to them to count on their intuition as proof that if they have an intuitive sense of something's off, they believe themselves. They don't need proof. 
it's interesting to get proof, but they don't really need it because their own intuition is proof enough for them, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. It's like their instinct. Are, are they more open to let's seeing to like let's see seeing the mothman then a then a yellow yeah purples and like when i see like purple kids all kids are susceptible and open to things but especially purple kids um they're more attractive to paranormal entities or people who've passed or people who've crossed over like you're just more of an open door when you're purple because your intuition is something that you rely on more than your eyes or ears or what people tell you or anything like that so yeah you're you're kind of a more attractive entity for other entities i guess okay. yeah all right let's move on to the greens okay green people when greens feel like something's off which they would never say, I emotionally feel something's off, or my intuition says something off. They'd never say it that way. They'd just be like, this doesn't make sense, or they'd see some sort of anomaly, or they'd be like, hey, wait a second. They immediately need to back it up with scientific proof. They jump right to that. So they get the tech to back up whatever this phenomena is. They want something on paper, and they can get really excited about what the tech shows them. So when you think about... um you know, UFOs or when you think about ghost ghost hunting or things like that, they, that's when they get in like their little tools and their interesting tech because they're like, oh, look, like this is, this is a normal read of this, whatever this is. And now when it's here, it's spiking and that's proof to me. So they'll, they can, it's like their intuition translates into science Okay. and they want research-based proof you know, with variables and all that kind of stuff. They want to create a whole experiment around it, but it's really because that's their way of connecting to whatever it is Okay, and through I, science. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So actually the other night in uh, the Wednesday night discussion group that we have led by Shenya, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of greens in there. Yeah. And we were talking about the episode, you know, the Mothman, the UFOs, the Men in Black, and a lot of them recommended me this show called Skinwalker ranch oh my god okay so we didn't have time to watch i think it's three seasons 10 episodes yeah you know all 30 episodes uh but we did watch it was like a recap episode and a couple episodes here and there to get kind of the feel of it yeah and you know it was totally green it's a bunch of green guys we'll explain what skinwalker okay. ranch is. yeah okay so skinwalker ranch is this place in utah where all this strange phenomenon happens there's supposedly a wolf-like demonic man that haunts the region, this, this little area. Um, I don't think they have ever caught this person. It, come, it, no. it dates back to like the <laughs> – yeah, I know. They've they all so seen funny. it, but no one's ever right. seen – like actually caught footage. Yeah, I meant – I caught the, footage. It's at like the Miami Zoo. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe they had like set a trap. Right. That would yeah. make some news, I think. Right. You know, but, we uh, caught and, the skinwalker. Yeah, like, right. And supposedly it is uh, – <laughs> the land is cursed yeah. um, from the tribes that live there. They always for, bring for, up – Yeah. you know, that's like a Point Pleasant thing too. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean – I've never seen a more bunch of green guys go at this thing. You know, they're shooting off their rockets. They got all their radio frequencies to try to figure out what's going on and all their equipment and their GPS trackers and all this fancy stuff. You know, if I, I, I'll admit, if I watched that show, I would have been bored to death if I actually watched every single episode. Yeah. I'm glad they had like a couple recap episodes Yeah, because uh, I would have been bored with it. But what it did lead me to believe was – that there's actually something going on there. There's something going yeah. on there. I don't know that I believe that it's a skinwalker, like a demonic wolf-like man creature, but there's definitely some sort of weird 
energy going on there. That's what I took from it. It was interesting. Yeah, because, because it was green. Well, it was interesting. There were a lot of parallels between what they're seeing at that ranch yeah. and what was going on in John Keel's accounts right. in Point Pleasant before the bridge collapse because they're seeing like this tall man-like figure which is what the Mothman was. Could they're be. they're seeing the people are getting headaches. Yeah. They're getting sick. They're they're and, and like this is all caught on camera over on the Skinwalker Ranch thing. So a lot of animals like, found slaughtered. Oh, there's mutilated animals yeah. situations. Um, radiation spikes, which I don't think that was. That was also in. Oh, it Kiel's was. Book too, yeah. Okay, because in Skinwalker. So in Skinwalker Ranch, like it's very interesting. Because there is some scientific phenomena. I mean, they're seeing like orbs of light yeah. ca- that caught on camera, like just really crazy. Actually, I do recommend the show. That recap episode is really interesting. Um, it's interesting. So I think it leads you to believe they think it's a portal. Yeah, that's what they concluded. Yeah, which some, is what I like that. But I thought like the Point Pleasant thing was a portal too. Right. So I mean, there's just so much stuff going on. But yeah, so because they're green auras, they have to go in there and listen, we feel something's off, we know something's off, we see something happening, um, let's get it on paper, let's get it on, let's get it recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it was interesting because, again, they, they made me a believer, but mm-hmm. not in the skinwalker. Yeah. They made me, because I don't believe in that, but they made me a believer that there's some sort of phenomena going on there. I don't know what it is, though, because, well, first of all, they couldn't explain it themselves. These energy, there's a lot of, like, energy balls that they were seeing and stuff like that, but there's definitely something. Yeah. But using their green technology, I actually believe you that. have to believe you it have to. You because see it. Yeah. their their phones are going crazy. Right. Like there's just really and there's even more stuff going on. It's actually kind of it's it, what's interesting is though the energy feels intelligent. Yeah. So when we talk about other types of natural phenomena, because you were talking about like well, maybe it's just a natural phenomena we haven't been able to name yet. But the energy itself feels a bit intelligent, like it targets people or, or it was targeting certain animals and things like that. But anyways, so yeah, green people need research. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Bite. All right, what about the blues? So blue people, they're going to end up feeling the physical effects of whatever's around. Just like blue people... In their regular life, they tend to pick up energy, internalize it, and then get sick if they don't talk about it. So with paranormal, I always get nervous for blue people because they'll get like the headaches, the sickness, the fe- the feelings of overwhelm. It'll affect them physically. Um, I worry about blue people usually in these higher energy places, like living that in them or staying in them too long, because these are the ones who are going to channel it and get sick, even if that's not the energy's intention. I can, those blue people are the ones that can get really ill. So, I mean, I've heard lots of different paranormal experiences. Okay. And sometimes, and I don't want to freak people out. Sometimes people develop really bad illnesses if they stay too long around paranormal activity. And blue people are the ones that I feel like are more susceptible to that because it might not be the energy's intention to make you sick. It's just that's how blue people filter it and keep it in them. 
and express it so so they can get ill. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I was just going back to that show for a second, they were dealing with so much radioactive. You know, I don't know what do you call it, uh, energy. Yeah, they were getting like energy spikes, radioactive spikes, like yeah. really weird stuff. Right. So I mean, I, I felt bad. Gamma, like, like, are Ten years, are they going to just all like drop over? And it was interesting also because in the in the Mothman book, they were saying that a lot of people that had seen the Mothman or were involved died. You know, a few years after. Yeah. Maybe the radiation. I don't it know. It could be something about making contact with these creatures yeah. that you're not. If, if that's what's going on, right? Or this energy, you can call it if you don't want to call it a creature. These energies, it's causing. Yeah, Something. but even if it is radiation, I assume in high doses, then more than normal, it's going to impact your health. Well, you're blue, and remember back to um, the Riddle House. Oh my gosh, you got really sick. Yeah, and you were sick for a few days after that. Yes, and you won't go back to that no, house. I will never go back. To that and house. I didn't get that, but yeah. you did. I w- yeah, I w- you know I- what I mean. And they said some some choking. people yeah. feel choked. Yeah. Particularly men, but some people feel choked when they go in there and you're blue and you okay. felt that. I did. Yeah. And you, and you'll, now you believe in that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Cause as a Cause red, it happened, it happened to, to me. me. <laughs> it happened to me. If it happens to me, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. So blue people, I yeah. feel like can take that and then they're like, oh my God, I don't know what that is, but okay. I'm never going back there. All right. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, I will not go back in that house. Yeah. I can't, I can't physically go back in that house. Yeah. I start choking. Right. So, all right. What about indigos? So indigos, a lot of the blue stuff, so if they're less self-aware of their energy, they can take it in too and get sick. But with indigos, I think like more of it is um, the ability to feel oddness. Like, okay, something's wrong here. Something's magnetically off. There's some vibe here I don't understand. Um, they're the ones that are able to feel more of like the magnetic fields, the vortexes, the portals, the the energy Kind of like that feeling when you know a hurricane's coming, you know, or you just like something's in the air. Yeah. There's a, there's a storm coming. I feel it. You know, I used to feel that um, living in Buffalo before a blizzard, and now I feel it before a hurricane down here. So it's just kind of like that something in the air. They can feel that shift a little bit better. Okay. Um, yeah, indigos. But, you know, they're still emotional and they're sensitive. They take on feelings. They have like a knowing, you know, but less likely to get sick, but it can still happen for indigos. All right. What about my color, the reds? So red or as I noticed, they don't readily believe it yeah. and they want to see it and challenge it. I we do. We, yeah, we do. I, I yeah. have this like need to, that's why I keep saying I want to go to West Virginia. I want to go yeah. to West Virginia because I want to see it. I want to see it for myself. Red auras are funny because they're like, I don't believe it, but let's go. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, that's exactly Whereas right. like, I think a green aura would be like shrug unless it happened to them and they'd be like, okay, now I'm proving it like that. But red auras are kind of like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, it's almost like. They they want to challenge it. Now, if a red aura does experience something, I feel like they want to double down on proving it to others. Yeah. So they want physical proof that it's real. They can be hard on them, their own selves to get that proof. And it's funny because reds would be, I would say, the they don't care what other people think the most. Except when something like this happens, they care more than anyone else. So they need other people to believe them to be at peace in their own minds. And they can get very intense and obsessive about it. Okay. So, so I noticed like just on that Skinwalker Ranch thing, there were, they had some um, veterans coming on that actually were pilots and saw UFOs. And they had them come to the ranch. because they. And it's funny because these guys, they started their own private business for getting, I guess... 
I don't know, good footage of these things. Like their whole life now is proving that they're not crazy. Right, right. But these were like the these were like the experiences that were the Tic Tac or something. They were reported, by, yeah, by the government is like, yeah, something happened. We don't know what that is, like that. And they saw it in the sky. So now their whole business is red. trying to they prove. Were red, and they were red words. Yeah, and their whole business is trying to prove it. I mean, and then, okay, that, that's another thing. Like, does now does the Skinwalker Ranch and all this stuff? Do they try to make it into a business? Do they try to capitalize? I think off they are. Are trying to kind of exaggerate it well two things can be true and that's a red thing to do right well yeah but two th- yeah but two things can be true things can be real and you can try to make money off of it yeah but then what happens things can happen yes it could but then the line blurs and then yes. all of a sudden they start like maybe embellishing that's what happens and then it's not as like fantastical well, as you we, think it is we try to make the paranormal normal right. around here yes. it's honestly normal stuff that happens to us these ghost stories auras psychic premonitions all this stuff this is actually normal but out there in the world it's been like fantasticized or whatever for entertainment value yeah and that's just what happens people are like oh that's not interesting enough make it make it cooler you know and then it's like oh then it gets silly okay yeah. Well, the, the next one is actually the pet, my pet peeve. <laughs> the next one is actually the color I'm most interested in. Oh, yes. And that's turquoise. I feel like the turquoises, I feel like the poor little turquoises are the ones that get hit with this the most, I have to say. And this is why. Yeah. And I, I, yes, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I feel like the paranormal, whatever that is, will communicate very visually with the turquoises, meaning they'll they'll see it. They'll actually see it in ways that we're like, are you sure? Like that. Turquoises just accept the paranormal on such an absorbent level that they'll awful, they'll oftentimes, I feel, see and experience things that are just so weird, so otherworldly. People wouldn't believe them. And they know it. Turquoises already know it. Um, so they keep it to themselves. And I mean, it's like kids with imaginary friends, but like adults. And they've lived their whole lives like this. So these are adults. I see turquoises as people that believe in the fairies and believe in the mermaids and believe in the, I guess they're called cryptids, by the way, like the Mothman and all this stuff. They believe in all Bigfoot. They believe in it readily um, just because they have an open mind for the connections between the paranormal and the normal. And they're very fluid about what is real or not real according to what they're told. Because turquoises live their lives. So we talked a lot about turquoises being kind of invisible. And living their lives so outside of the rest of us and kind of feeling like an afterthought a lot of times because they're so absorbent that they can also relate to things that are an afterthought or seen as invisible or kind of disregarded because they themselves feel disregarded. So I feel like a lot of paranormal things are attracted to turquoises because the paranormal is often ignored and brushed aside. And that's how turquoises feel. <laughs> so right, and, and, well, all, and yeah, and they have more of an acceptance towards it. And it's interesting because they probably have the believability factor that people are going to question them the most. Yeah, right. If, you know, you're going to question the turquoise the most. Yeah, if it's believable. You know, Abby's our turquoise, and yeah. we're always kind of questioning. Like, really, Abby? Is that true? Yeah, is that your interpretation, Abby. <laughs> Actually, I just saw that happen in front of me, and it didn't happen that way. So, yeah. So, like, you know, there is that questioning that you have with the turquoise. Yeah, at least I do. I- <laughs> Yeah, I think they're a little bit, they can just be different anyways, because they're so used to being in their own world uh, that it's hard for, but I, I also feel like if you believe it more, you see it more. It's kind of like a radio tune. 
Um, and I've always felt this about these things. That's why I don't always like doing episodes about these things because I feel like it turns the attention of whatever we're talking about onto me. So, okay. And that kind of stresses me out a little bit. Interesting. Well, that's what you were saying about indigos being like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I put up my walls to this stuff. Like, like when we walked in the riddle house, like I felt that bad energy, but I was like, oh no, buddy. No. Really? Oh Yeah. I'm like, well, I talked about it. I'm sure. In that no, episode. I know, but you have the ability that you can I, do that. I can feel it enough to be like, okay, okay, like that. Mm. Just like seeing a crazy person, like, mm, no how eye contact I, how with come you. I do that? How can we just? Got, because it, you're so, you're you're 3D. You got the 3D boundaries. You don't got the 5D boundaries. All right. You got you have a you have 3D boundaries. So some. So somebody comes up to you, you have no problem saying F off, get out of here. No, like that. Yeah. But you have no 5D boundaries. Now, I don't have 3D boundaries. You have 5D boundaries. <laughs> but I've got good 5D boundaries. Yeah. Okay. So it's just opposite. All right. So anyway, that's the turquoises. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. Oh, pinks. Right, last one, pinks. Yeah. Honestly, pinks are, if anybody's going to befriend a ghost, it's a pink. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's interesting. I just have to bring this up. There's this, oh, I don't know her name, but she's on TikTok. And I know you may... <laughs> She lives in Marilyn Monroe's old house. Really? Yeah, and she's a pink aura, and Marilyn Monroe is a pink like aura. They talk, have conversations. It's really and interesting. Parties? Like in the TikTok, she'll show, "Oh, look what I found!" Like in the rafters, or just she'll find things around the house, and she feels like Marilyn is leaving them for her, or whatever. So my point being, even that little noise you just made. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> does she does she wear Marilyn's old dresses? She looks like Marilyn Monroe. And like she dresses like her. It does what? Wear her old dresses and ruin them sometimes. What do you mean? Wasn't that a whole big thing? Oh, with Kim Kardashian? Oh, that's funny. She does dress like her. She looks like her and all that. But anyways, I feel like that's just my little story. Pinks will befriend a situation. Pinks, a lot like turquoises, are used to kind of being shoved away from society. So they're not so readily willing to do that to things that they hear about. So if a pink person hears like, oh, there's a ghost in your house, like, really? Oh, okay. You know, instead of like, whatever. They're going to play Barbies together. Yeah. They're like, all right, cool. So they're going to be more like friendly towards it or they have an open mind or energy towards it. All right. Well, I mean... The goal here for me is I, I really want to believe this. I, none, none, I've never had any of this happen to me. I've never had a UFO experience. I've never had a man, men in black experience. I've never seen a Mothman or anything like that or a skinwalker. And so I'm just going on what other people say. Yeah. So I want to, you know, I want to believe them. I'm going to believe people in the mystic Michaela spiritual family more than I would believe a guy like John Keel. Right. But I'm trying to figure out if there's an aura color that I can believe more. And that's what we're doing here today. Uh, so when we get back, we have a couple ads. We're going to go through listener stories that the, from the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page. We had, I think, hundreds of stories come yeah, in. Yeah, they're crazy. They're and, really good. Yeah, and what I also asked you to do was tell me the aura colors of the people that wrote in the story. So you did a little deep dive onto those people, looked at their aura colors, and I want to see if there's some sort of correlation here, if there's a belie- more believable color than the other colors when we get back. Now a word from our sponsor, Better BetterHelp. I sometimes need just to take breaks. I need to put my phone away. I need to get out a book that I have been wanting to read. I just need to spend time with myself. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Well, that's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? I personally have learned from my BetterHelp counselor how to take care of my brain. And sometimes that's just taking time for myself and and shutting down things that take me away from that. 
BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash K-Y-A. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. Hey, cat dad. Hey, we have cats everywhere. We do. Right right now, there's actually two cats in my lap (laughs) as I'm taping this. But let me tell you something. We see our cats. We don't smell our cats. Very true. Kitty Poo Club is the most convenient monthly litter box ever, and that's why we don't smell them every month. Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable and recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. They even have an extra large litter box option for all those fluffier cats out there. When the month is up, you just recycle the used litter box, and Kitty Poo Club will automatically deliver a new one to you. You can easily customize your, your subscription at any time, too. Maybe add some toys or treats or accessories. Whatever will make you and your kitty happy. And right now, Kitty Poo Club is offering an awesome discount on your first litter box order and free shipping when you set up an auto ship. Just go to www.kittypooclub.com to save on your first auto ship order of litter boxes with free shipping. And be sure to let them know that Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela sent you after you check out. That's kittypooclub.com. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So as we're taping, if we go to the Facebook group, there are still people posting about experiences in West Virginia that they've had. And I just want to read the latest one to come through. This is from Carol Ann. She says, hello, Mystic Michaela's spiritual family. I just wanted to thank Mystic Michaela for validating West Virginia is super <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> Laughing face. I went there 10 years ago with my husband for firearm school, and it just felt so off to me. I can't really describe the vibe, but I didn't like it. I felt all the people were, and they have like the alien emoji. It, it was just so creepy. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So it seems like a lot of people, and then there's a lot of comments underneath it saying the same thing. It, yeah. It just, it. It's crazy because it's, it's, it's gorgeous there. It is, yeah, the scenery it's is gorgeous. It's beautiful. The people are very nice. You know, it's just, just weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's so weird because now I'm even more drawn to the area. Oh, no, you know, you like, want to go like, back. What you were saying about reds, they want to double down. Yeah. I want to double down. You want to have an alien experience. All right. So we did ask the Mystic Canal Spiritual Family for their UFO sightings, their paranormal experiences. And I wanted to add the aura color to it to, to get their aura colors. You're going to tell us their aura colors. And just to see if there's some sort of correlation, if there's something that, you know, I'm, I'm really doing this for me to see if I could believe it more. You know, I really want to believe. I don't know how you don't believe when you read that thread. I mean, yeah. if there is so much, I highly recommend if you just want ghost stories around the campfire, take out the thread and start reading it to people because it is some scary stuff from our totally normal people on the page. So here we go. Go All right. So we're going to start with Anna D. I'm going to read this one because it's easy. The rest are harder to read. So (laughs) okay, we'll give it to you. All right. I grew up on a farm and distinctly remember on multiple occasions seeing something walking around outside of our house and in the fields, and I just somehow knew it was aliens. This happened two or three times in my childhood. I was terrified to go outside alone at night. I got chills. All right. See, so I'm thinking it, it could be a bear at this point. 
well, or something like that. Anna's uh, purple and turquoise. Okay. So she immediately just accepts what she knows and feels it is. She's got the purple, like in- her intuition is right there. Nobody had to tell her what it is. She just knew it and she just accepts it. She just, she just kind of absorbs into it. Um, that's the turquoise thing, you know, and a lot of people wrote this, that they would, people that lived kind of in, in nature areas, they would see things and they felt it was aliens just automatically. That doesn't, it feels otherworldly, other creatures, like kind of shape-shifting, moving through nature. Okay. Now, again, I'm, my role here is to play the skeptic, right? So, you know, Anna puts this in and I, you know, I believe her, we could believe her, but, but also there's. A part of me that says, well, all right, how do you know? I mean, you're saying it's this purple intuition thing, but I'm saying it could be a bear or I don't know. Or just the leaves moving or, or the leaves whatever. Moving. Sure, sure. Or, some, or something, anything. But she's really saying that she believes it was aliens, but she didn't see them, but a yet lot, she still believes it. It's interesting, though, for Anna, just um, a lot of people, this isn't an isolated phenomenon. Right. Like a lot of people say they see things shifting in the woods and and... and but taking other shapes and hiding there and they feel like they're aliens. Okay. Maybe right. it's just a purple thing. That could be. All right. Next one we have is Leslie J. All right. This gave me chills. She says, not me personally, but my grandpa, who is a high ranking military man, worked at Area 51 for a time. He would never tell me what he did there other than aliens are real. He wasn't much of a jokester. Very serious and intimidated me a little bit. So I believe him. Uh, Leslie's yellow and blue. Okay. So for her, you know, just relationships, like she believes her grandpa because, and she understands her grandpa. So for her, that, that makes sense. Cause, okay. cause he, I mean, for a guy like that to be like, listen, aliens are real. Like that's freaking scary. You know, he wasn't a jokester. Right. But you again, know? this is a, is a chew off account here. So, you know, she's here, Leslie's hearing this from her grandfather, Yeah. but she's believing her grandfather. Yeah. He's yellow. And why would he, you know. What reason does he have to make that up to her, I guess? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what his colors were. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's a red or something. Well, he was, he was like a military guy. He was, yeah. in a, he was you know, not a joking personality. Right. It gave me chills. Yeah. And then some other people wrote that kind of they under, had people who worked in those areas too. They're like, can't talk about it. Like that. But with kind of the connotation like, what? Like, so there is something not to talk about? Kind of like that. Right. So, and, what, and like, what does he have to gain? I'm trying to think. What does he have to gain by telling her that? You know, nothing Listen, really, like, right? can you imagine knowing that aliens are real and you can't tell anybody? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'd get it out of you. But, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm, spilling, I'm spilling it right away, by the way. You're spilling it right that, away. Yeah, I'm spilling that right like, away. they're real. No, but, like, can you imagine? And, and, and then you've got, like, a little granddaughter and you want her to stay safe. And you're like, listen, you know, trust yourself. They're real. Yeah. Because, like... Cause, like why, I, didn't did she say she didn't say what age she was when no, he told right no yeah because I mean you wouldn't like want to scare a kid either no but if, he, if, if I knew her. something weird was out there I would tell my kids and if my kids were like it's stupid it's uh, I'd be like listen don't go to that area yeah you know yeah and if you were red and they were talking like that it didn't happen oh yeah I'd be like no that ha- okay have and to, I can assume he's tell. either red or green because yeah. if he's a high ranking military officer those would be your colors um one of the two or both or something and. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. All right. And Leslie, you said was yellow and blue. Yeah. Okay. So she believes her grandpa, you know, and she's like, you know, neutral about it that way. All All right. right. Next we have Christina E. All right. Are you reading it? No, you could read it. Okay. So this is cute. I like this one. (laughs) Once my friend and I were driving through my neighborhood at night, we saw an animal running. So we stopped the car when the animal 
got close, we realized it was huge and didn't look like any animal we've seen before. It stopped in front of our car and stood on back legs like a human and stared at us before it ran off again. We both looked at each other completely lost for words. It looked like a cross between a human and a dog or wolf. It was probably around six feet tall when it stood on its back legs. We always say it was the time we saw a werewolf. However, I've brought this story to others who have said it sounds like dog man. Okay, well, if it happened in South Florida, it's, it's, it's definitely a regular person. It's a local. <laughs> it's a local. Yeah, it's a local. All right, what's, what are Christina's colors? She's pink. She's pink and blue. Um, okay. And I just, even the way she told the story, <laughs> she's like so pink. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, I just saw a werewolf. Cool. Like other people, I think because she's pink, she's just like, that was so neat. And other people, they'd probably change their life or they'd freak out or they'd be like really like some sort of trauma issue now or something but she's pink so she's like oh it's dog man it super dog man. cool yeah well, it's a werewolf haha yeah, ha. yeah. <laughs> that could be like the skinwalker that's what they were saying they were seeing a dog yeah. type figure yeah yes uh, they were yeah it was like there was someone like and things that look like dog that was paws. crazy because on the skinwalker ranch they have like dog tracks but three feet apart I mean, it's just kind of like a huge animal would I mean, have I, to make that track. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to know where this happened, first of all. I like, know. Yeah. And she's pink, so she didn't include her location. Right. Because, <laughs> like, there's a lot of places where this could be a person. I mean, <laughs> South Florida, definitely. And there's other places, you know. That's This could be me after I haven't shaved for a couple of weeks. So... It's possible, Christina, you saw me. It, that It's truly possible that I was the one. Okay. All right. All right. So pink. All right. So and what are her colors? You said pink. She was and, pink and blue. Pink and blue. Okay. Yeah. She just made that like a fun story. All right. Yeah. That was, okay. That's that interesting. Scary. All right. <laughs> so we got Dogman. We got Mothman. But all now right. we're getting scary. Okay. This now, this stuff freaks me now out. Now we're getting freaky. Yeah. Now this stuff I don't even like talking about is so scary. All right. Are you reading this or am I? No. You, I'll let you read it. All right. Uh, this is from Nicole A. All right. Not so much aliens. More on the paranormal side. I posted a year ago about something being attached to me and all the things that have happened that I cannot explain. In that post, I talk about exes or sideways cross scratched into an ex-boyfriend's stomach and back. Well, fast forward to a couple months ago, I've now had the same thing scratched on me. And she has a picture of it. And the only reason why I thought this was interesting. Well, that's, I have the picture here. Yeah. And that is, that is freaky. It's really, and the only reason why I thought this was interesting, and I don't, I think she thinks it's more of like an angry ghost or something. And it could be, but it kind of aligns up with some other things I got on the page about alien abductions. Okay. What, and what, what are Nicole's colors? Oh, she's, um, she's like turquoise and purple and yellow. So a, tri- a tricolor. She's a tricolor, but she's a lot of turquoise. A lot of turquoise. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and she's a, she's, a lot, she's more turquoise purple with like a yellow kind of sparkle. And that yellow could be just without a huge deep dive brought on because she's purple turquoise and she needed something to like deal with life I, or I mean, something. Does this, go, does this go away or is it still there today? Well, These... this is what freaks me out because right. then we have... Elizabeth K wrote on the on the same thread and she says throughout her life she's always seen UFOs and aliens and ghosts and things but she writes when I was little I was abducted I still have what my mom said was a burn mark in my arm where two triangles are back to back interestingly enough it kind of looks like Hers is an X, but you could see it as triangles. And then she's saying they're triangles. She said, when I got them, I told her I was packing my bags and going to see the world. She asked how, and I pointed to the sky and said, with them. She wouldn't let me sleep by myself for a long time after that. 
And, um, yeah. And just, just as other things kind of happened in her family and stuff that were very unexplained and odd, but the burn mark thing and Elizabeth is turquoise and green. So Elizabeth, okay. She's turquoise and green. So these turquoises. Yeah. Finally, I had to bring out this and she's not in the mystic Michaela spiritual family, but <laughs> are you sure you may know her as the nanny Fran Drescher. And if you look it up, she's been very vocal that she was abducted by an alien. And she says that she has a scar on her hand from the abduction. Okay. And it's a crazy story, but she's she believes it. And she tells everyone about it. She's not ashamed to talk about it. Hmm. So what, what are... And her, like, she says her husband was too. So and he has the same scar on the same part of his body, on, on uh, his hand on too. On his hand too? Mm-hmm. So, and they were the same age when they got abducted. So these like markings that they leave over to, I don't like. Fran Drescher says it's where they put a chip in you. The, oh, the markings are where they put the chip mm-hmm. in. So Fran Drescher and her husband. So yeah. So Fran Drescher said that when she was like 12, she was driving in the car with her dad somewhere and she got abducted and she has a mark on her hand and she remembers it. Now her ex-husband was when he was 12, they didn't know each other, was driving in the car with his dad and got abducted. And he has a scar on his hand. But now. Is, isn't that, okay, so that's, yeah. but that's where they put the chip in you? That's where Fran said they put the chip in her. So isn't that easy to tell? You just go to the doctor and say, It's take- undetectable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. Okay. Okay. It's not able to be detected okay. by anything modern or whatever. Do you, you happen to know Fran Drescher's aura colors or no? So she's very purple. Purple. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's kind of hard to read. Like, she's purple blue. Sometimes she's got pink in her a little bit, but I feel like she embodies so much of the nanny that that makes sense for her, for her character and stuff, but she's very purple. Okay. That's like her her big color. Um, Yeah. And she said that, like, uh, then they met not too long after her and her husband, they were together for a very long time, and uh, she feels like they were programmed to meet. All right. The husband does not say that's how he got the scar. Okay. What does he say? He said that it was just like an accident, but she said they programmed him to believe that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I just have to say that. Uh, No, I... I, (laughs) Those freak me out. Like, alien abduction stuff scares me. Yeah. Because I believe... I do believe in it. I mean, if she could produce that chip, I'm all in. But it's not detectable. It's not detectable. No. No. See, they're like ahead of us. You know what I mean? So, like, they put in the chip. (laughs) They're a couple steps ahead of us. Yeah. It's kind of like that artist who made the sculpture that was invisible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he did a sculpture. But it wasn't there. Right. And he sold it for like $20,000. <laughs> okay. Well, that's like the aliens. Same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I mean, a little far-fetched, but okay. Okay. So let's go to the next one. All right. So the next one is from Kat L. Mm-hmm. She's actually in my uh, the Wednesday night discussion group. Oh. Uh, and we had a fascinating discussion about this. Uh, all right. You want to read what she said? Yeah. So she says, this isn't mine, but my, it's my husband's. When he was about 18 or so in the 90s, he was shooting hoops outside with his brother. His brother got a call from his girlfriend and she told him to look towards her direction. And they ran back outside and did. There was this huge craft slowly coming towards them and it was right above the lamppost. He said it made no noise at all, was completely silent. It was in the shape of a triangle. It went in the direction of Phoenix. After we were married for a few years this show came on tv about the phoenix lights he got all excited and said see that's what we saw i guess so many people in phoenix saw them too wish i had and and this is actually a widely documented phenomena and scott you looked into it what'd you find out yeah so i looked into it and i guess 
according to the Mutual UFO Network, mm-hmm. okay, on March 13th, 1997, between 7.30 p.m. and 10.30 p.m., thousands of people reported seeing strange bright lights flying over Nevada, uh, Arizona, and parts of Mexico. So um, ba- basically, it wasn't ju- and it wasn't just one event. Uh, there were many events across the state. It happened over like a long period of time. And it was like this V-shaped object um, the size of a commercial plane soaring or wow. even larger than, wow. a, than that. Again, I don't know. We, we weren't sure. The governor came out with a statement. You know, he, he held a press conference about it. I looked up and he was kind of mocking it. He came out with like, I think, an alien. Yeah, somebody so dressed, dressed up as, as an, an alien, alien or something like joking. that. But then he actually retracted his statements and said the opposite, that um, – it could possibly be some you well, know. because he saw it himself. He That's saw it himself. why. Yeah, he saw yeah. it himself. So, and then he, he was like, "Never mind, it's true." Yeah, and then there's actually pictures of it. There's actually little video of it. I don't know. I mean, to me, it looks like these, these lights that are all lined up in a triangle formation. Yeah. I mean, could it be something else? I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not a believer on that one so much. Right, what do you What did you think? A lot that? of. And what was cat's color? But do we do cat's oh, color? Oh yeah, she's uh, like green and turquoise and purple. A little green, yeah, yeah blue yeah. And turquoise. Okay, yeah, green, blue, turquoise. Yeah, um, but her boyfriend saw it though. But yeah, um, oh, that's true. Yeah, but I feel like when people see something like that, they intrinsically know. Like if you saw it, you'd be like something happened or something's up, and you know the governor's reaction and something like that. And there was never an explanation for the the aircraft. There was never an ex- – I think they tried to have an – I think the government said something about the lights. But yeah, I mean, they- there was never an explanation for that aircraft. And the whole thing out moved silently and it was so huge and it looked so different. And so many people saw it. What was that about? You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean obviously they saw something. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's obviously there's actually footage of it. They mm-hmm. can, you can see the picture of it. It's this v, V-shaped formation larger than you know a commercial aircraft but i mean can it be one of a hundred things i don't know a thousand, like a you know? government thing they don't want to tell us yeah, about government or thing something they don't tell us why about... would they just drive it over why would they like fly it over residential areas you know and, and rile people up i don't know yeah i mean i'll even say like one thing the, the other day i was actually just driving it, w- it was daylight and i saw this huge like huge flash of light like this burst of light you did yeah in i was like what what is that? Well, you know, it was the middle of the day too, driving on Boynton Beach Boulevard, and it was just a huge flash of light. And I didn't know what it was for a sec, like for a few seconds. But then yeah. I realized, it, whatever there was, a, it was a massive group of pigeons that it saw it just the way it reflected oh. in the sky. Okay, it gave off this like burnt, like it, I thought something exploded in the oh, sky. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, actually, I didn't tell you this. That's yeah, cool. it just came back to me. And like at first, I'm like, what was that? Like that's freaky. But then, um, then I, then it was like this group of I saw these pigeons flying by. So, like, I mean, I don't know. I yeah, mean, but it was moving so slow, and people took pictures. No, I know. Of it. That's I'm, like, just, I'm just saying, like, it could be. There's like a hundred explanations. It could be. Of something. Yeah, but there aren't any. So yeah. right now, it's an unidentified flying right. object, That's true. and it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> so right. so yeah. it's just kind of a cool phenomenon. And cool there's so many of these unexplained things. Yeah. Okay. All right, I think this is our last, last one. one, and I, you know, I, Julie. Let's Julie. see what you think about this one. Okay, Julie 
Anne writes, it was about 10 years ago, midnight. I find myself looking out the bathroom window, which faces the front yard. I am waiting for my daughter to get home from a date. Yes, I am one of those mothers who found it hard to fall asleep until she was at home. I think I'm going to be like that too. As I'm gazing out the window, I see to the left, a gorgeous blue gaseous ball of light. This is a blue unlike any blue I've ever seen, a shade that to this day I don't believe I've ever seen since or before. This ball of light was not round but oblong, maybe seven to eight inches across. As I watched it sail through my yard, my brain could not comprehend what I was seeing. A falling star perhaps? No, I knew it wasn't that. It sailed through my yard and then started to make its way up the window I was looking out of. I was in awe and could not believe my eyes. As it approached the window, it slowed down as if it were looking at me as much as I was looking at it. It then left the window, went down the walkway, past the driveway, crossed the street, and went between two houses across the street from me. I was shocked and tried to grapple with what I just witnessed. Less than five minutes later, my daughter comes home. I run out to to her to meet her in the garage and tell her everything that I had just witnessed. We decided to go looking for this gorgeous ball of light. So we went across the street, but saw nothing. We came back to our front yard and looked around, but continued to see nothing. Whatever it was, it had simply vanished out of sight, never to be seen again. Um, interestingly enough, this is what she writes. I live in an area where back in 1959 in the hills above my home, a partial nuclear meltdown took place. It had mostly gone under the radar at that time. Very few people lived in this area. And many people have claimed to witness strange aircraft up in that area to this day. Okay. And what is uh, Julie Ann's Oh, she's very purple. She just had a tiny little profile picture and I couldn't like stalk her further. But she's very purple. Very purple. She believes herself for sure. She knows it was something. And you said it was near a nuclear... It was near a nuclear meltdown site. And a lot of people do see interesting lights around there. And I think like UAP, unidentified, what is it called? Aerial something, something. Like light projections in the air. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, that also does seem to be a commonality. Yeah. Around nuclear power plants or... Some sort of uh, plants or yes. manufacturing business uh, factory type atmosphere. Same thing with uh, Point Pleasant, the, the mm-hmm. ammunition factory. So I don't see. That's why I always go back to maybe it's just the government doing weird undercover things that they just don't want to get out, or maybe they're just trying to like in West Virginia. Maybe they're just trying to clean up the land that they've destroyed. There's a lot of cases in West Virginia. We talked about this last week yeah. where they've destroyed the land and. The land is, you know, hazardous, and maybe they're they're just trying to clean it up. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, so for but, her case here again, maybe it's the government doing things, or, or maybe, or she, or she saw this UFO, or maybe it's it's this UFOs attracted True. to those sites or, for some reason. Right. Um. There's been documented reports released from I think even the government itself that they've seen ufos around new like where they were making nuclear weapons disarming nuclear weapons things like that so do you think there'll ever be like a point in time (laughs) (laughs) like let's say it's like five years from now or whatever where we'll all just agree on it like we'll like we'll know with certainty like with 99.999 percent certainty that okay these ufos that we've been seeing since the dawn of time basically are real i think that if it doesn't pose an immediate threat. They're not going to tell us. So if they know things like, okay, we have, and it's just not enough information. I think we'd all lose our minds. It might even cause like a total disruption in our society. And if, 
if it's not so much of a danger or an issue or anything that they wouldn't want that to happen, they're not going to. But it seems like they're easing us into information, which makes me, this is my, this is my intuition talking with the UFOs and stuff like that. Cause I believe that there's some sort of communication, intelligent communication. And I feel like it might be picking up a bit and they know it's going to continue to pick up. So they got to ease us into it. They can't deny it a hundred percent. They got to ease. Oh yeah, we see it too. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Cause they know it's going to, I feel like they know it's going to get even more and more prevalent. So they're easing us into it. Okay. I mean, it was huge in the sixties and that's, we're talking over 50 years ago. So many people on the thread too were saying that they saw things in the 60s yeah so i mean you're talking about 50 years that's pretty slowly easing us into it well that's our timeline because we're humans do you think there'll ever be like an independence day the movie moment (laughs) god i hope not where just all of a sudden there's like like, i think that's what it's going to take for me for for that and i hope that doesn't happen by the way but for me it's going to have to be like this aircraft that comes into our atmosphere we all see it yeah and then like little Martians come out. Oh, great. There's a lot of people that feel like they're they're keeping an eye on us to make sure we don't destroy ourselves. So Yeah. Well that which, you know That's a tough task. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> All right. Well very very, very interesting. And, and it's interesting a lot of the color just to kind of summarize it or recap it. Seems like a lot of purple, a lot of turquoise here. Yeah. When you were going because I know you went through all the stories. We went through all the stories and uh Again, I think that there's a commonality there with that the turquoise purple. Yes. Yeah. It seems to be that's the... It doesn't seem too many reds were... Chiming right? in. Chiming in well, on Well, yeah, it depends on your personality, like, you know, which is part... Your aura colors, your energy vibe or whatever, like, where you yeah, I'm brushing it off. Not, yeah. You know, or maybe they just didn't... First of all, we don't have any reds in the group. We don't have that's a ton first. of reds in the group. <laughs> yeah, then maybe they didn't want to... Uh, yeah. Or they're not, like, the sharing it a whole yeah. lot because they don't want to. Okay. Like, you don't go around telling all your experiences to people. Right, yeah, like that one with the flying birds the other day. I didn't tell you until now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks for hanging out with us the past two episodes for our supernatural sidebar. We absolutely loved talking about this. It's so fascinating, and I definitely want to do it again in the future. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. You know this podcast is for you and about you, and you all take care.